happy Friday. Hello, welcome to Lunch Plus. We are back, we are live, and we have an awesome show in store for you. If you missed seeing the title on today's broadcast, today it's going to be a live question and answer day, and mm -hmm. we are super excited about it. It'll be Pastor Brian, oh, yeah. myself, and Buddy, and we are just stoked to be answering your questions. So get your thinkers on. It's going to be awesome. We're stoked. What? I don't know. I, that's Pumps? just something... Stoked is like a word that like surfers used in the 90s, right? It's like a, and they also used it a lot on Johnny Tsunami, which happened to be a Disney <laughs> Channel original movie. About a surfer like in the 90s. But he became a snowboarder, so oh, okay. it's fine. I apologize for my out-of-date lingo. That was really <laughs> said, square psyched. of me. Really oh my goodness. Okay, well, oh. here we go. Here's why today is also going to be awesome, aside from our Q&A, Right now, it's family chat, you know that, and then at 12? Uh, uh, 12, <laughs> we have the action challenge, or the... Uh, impressions. impressions. I was going to say the international. <laughs> the impressions challenge, uh, we're working on the name on that. After that <laughs> is a time of prayer followed by the song challenge. Um, and then after the song challenge, we have... Our Q&A, what's the word, time, it's going to be awesome. What's exciting for me is George hopped on and said, stoked is a word I still use. George mm -hmm. and I are just becoming each other, so that's, that's great. Also, you know what's really exciting, guys, yeah. about word pronunciation? According to the internet, I got made fun of yesterday by Mr. Buddy Crabtree and Rachel Wait, before, Ray before you say what the internet says, do, when you, wait, wait what was, what's the word? I don't know, what is the word? I forget what word we're talking about. So according <laughs> to the internet, miniature is the okay. correct way to pronounce it. You, you pronounce the E and the A, miniature. Do you pronounce the A in miniature? Or do you say miniature, like the rest of us? Or do you say it's miniature? It's not like the rest of us. Your wife says miniature. She's on this side she, of this argument. I, I, think, I think there was some kind of uh, telepathic like pressure that you put on my wife. No. No, there was you not. Asked the question. No. I cannot Marky do doesn't pronounce the A. Well, Marky is Marky. Marky <laughs> says lots of things really interestingly. <laughs> um... Ordinarily, I'm on her side, but not with this one. According, you go to Webster, Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. Min, E, Utcher. It's, it's mini. <laughs> if it, okay, taking Marky's argument, Marky says there's a reason it's not a mini Snickers, a mini, mini Snickers. Snickers. If it wasn't miniature, then it would just be min, min Snickers. Because mini is part of the miniature. Otherwise, okay. because the way you say it is miniature. It's miniature, yeah. That's Taking Marky's well, argument, it'd be mincnick. <laughs> like, mincnickers. Wait, what? I, I'm, I'm lost. I wasn't paying attention it's to okay. your argument. It's okay. Bottom line <laughs> is the dictionary says, I am Car right. Question number one. Okay. <laughs> Car or motors or, or mod I didn't say that right. Car or motorcycle. There we go. I don't say motor. Motorcycle. Well, I'd say most people r drive cars. Most people are safer in cars. Cars are significantly safer. <clears throat> However, the Kevin said Harley Davidson. So he, he didn't say motorcycle. He said Harley Davidson. Did you hear the threatening cough you were getting off there, camera? Without well, I, di I, I didn't finish. I didn't finish my my statement. I was going to say the. The uh, insurance on motorcycles is significantly better. The, ga the mileage on motorcycles is significantly better. 
So, you know, there's perks on both sides. Yeah. I would prefer a car all day long. I've, my dad had a motorcycle. I used to ride on the back of my dad's, but I've not done that since I was a child. Also, going back really quickly, the only time I say miniature is if I'm saying miniature golf. I'll say miniature golf, but miniature everything else. Interesting. What yeah. about a miniature pony or a miniature... I've never horse? been in situations where I've been around, like, uh, little Sebastian type okay. animal, so I've never needed to put this into practice. Okay, I understand. Okay, question number two. Bum, ba, da. Oh, wow, pr before we go. I was going to say, we flew through that one. I'm so sorry. Kevin says Harley Davidson. Priscilla says car, but she does like to ride on motorcycles. Johnny would like a Harley. Mm -hmm. Johnny says car. Um, <laughs> George says because he's married, he says car. If he was single, it would be a Harley. I love you, George. Um, oh, Kev Kevin just did a Google search. 770 deaths on motorcycles, 550 deaths on cars. And I feel like the ratio of the amount of motorcycles owned versus oh, wait, the no, amount no, no. of cars. Oh, owned? that's the ratio, one in 770 deaths. I, I got you. Yeah. I, I was like, what's the one? I didn't understand that that was a ratio that yeah. I was looking at. Well, the amount of motorcycles that are owned to the amount of cars that are owned, even though like it's, it's less of a ratio with motorcycles, there are also less motorcycles owned. So I feel like... I don't understand the logic. It's okay. I shouldn't be explaining math because it's not my strong suit, but it makes sense in my brain. <laughs> Question number two. <laughs> hamburger or hot dog? 1,000% hamburger. Especially if they're Buddy's hamburgers. His smash burgers are just, bomb. Just smash burgers in general. There's nothing special about mine. It's just smash burgers. They're the only ones I've had, so I have That's nothing to, to compare it to. Hamburgers, no doubt. You know... Yeah. Mr. Kevin was talking, what were we, when you were saying that Taco Bell was the healthier yeah, food? Yeah, uh, it was the, one of the healthiest. Yeah, yeah. one of the healthiest. Mm. Mr. Kevin, what grade meat did you say that they use? Grade C? And that they use grade C meat That's in Taco Bell. And he says that hot dogs are grade B. So what's <laughs> in the Taco Bell meat? <laughs> I have no idea. Ew. That's <laughs> super interesting and super un. Un unfortunate. Um, <laughs> because the hot dog is the mystery meat. You don't know what it is. True. It's yeah. just there. Uh, like, Johnny says hamburger. See, here's the thing. You can you can be so versatile with hamburgers. You can be with hot dogs too. Like now, I I, I love to go to a, a, a baseball game and get like one of the foot long hot dogs. Those are, I mean, they're not good, but I enjoy it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but like hamburgers, you, there's, there's such variety that you can use with yeah. them. Like, so many different toppings. Yeah. I mean, you can do the same thing with hot dogs. It's just, it's just more quality. I okay. also know what I'm eating. That's like, That true. makes that's, me feel better. That's a benefit. It's um, not ham. <laughs> no, no, no. Which, why is it a hamburger? Let's, how are words made? Who gets to do this? Like, I want this job. Mm -hmm. I, I would like the job of making words. Kevin says hamburgers, but I get in hot dog moods. Priscilla says That's hot true. dogs. Yeah. Really? Uh, I don't know if it's Ben or Helen watching, but whichever one's watching I says hot Helen, dog. I think it's Helen, I think she said earlier in oh. the comments. Hi, Helen. George says hot dogs. I, yeah, that's true. George gets his hot dogs with cheese and bacon. That mm. is George's hot dog. And then Kevin says Fenway, Frank's, Rock. I, this is a lot more split than I thought it would be. I that thought that hamburgers were the, yeah. I thought they were the clear winner. Like when, whenever we, I have hamburgers and hot dogs, I always get one hamburger and one hot dog just because they're so good. But I eat the hamburger first because if I'm full, I don't care if I miss out on the hot dog. Yeah, sure. That's how I do that. 
Uh, Kevin says, are they hot dogs, frankfurters, or weenies? I don't know who calls them weenies, except for little kids. Um, uh, frankfurters and hot dogs, aren't they different? Like, aren't they actual different type I've, things? I've never heard of a frankfurter. Okay, where That's are my southern people? That's a word that I've never heard of in my life. Where, aren't frankfurters thicker? Like, aren't they bigger? Mr. Phil and Mr. Kevin are nodding at me behind the camera. So I believe hot okay. dogs are thinner and franks are thicker, like sausage okay. almost. Not sausage, but they're thicker like that. Now, pigs in a blanket, that's a whole <laughs> yeah, other man. story. Those are good. <laughs> oh, can we have those for life group? Oh, man, that would be great. <laughs> Buddy's life group leader is oh. Mr. Kevin behind the camera. So Buddy just requested pigs in a blanket. Um, Uh, we're going to have to clarify what you mean by that. What Does that mean something different in the South? Isn't that just like crescent roll, like wrapped on a, on hot dog? Hot dog. Okay, no. well, well, you can get the mini ones, too, with a little, what are they called? Uh, Kevin, come tell called? us what you're, come tell us what they are if, we're, if we don't know. Because we're Northerners. We're Yankees. <laughs> okay, so in the, in the, um, the, Polish, the Polish North, we called pigs in the blankets basically stuffed cabbage. Oh, very different thing whoa. than what you have down here, where you have a croissant wrapped around a hot dog. Interesting. Yeah, different thing. Not that. <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> no. I don't want that. Uh, oh, no. Johnny, Vienna sausages—that's what they're called. The little, the little tiny. Oh, uh, you don't use Vienna sausages and pinks in a blanket, do you? I, I've oh. seen people do that before. What? That would be the worst trick ever. Like, I remember when I taught Luke homeschool, yeah. he brought Vienna sa sausages one day, and it was the day he decided he didn't like them anymore, and he's like, Parrot, I don't want these. And so I took a bite, and like, babe, they're not that bad. Luke is pastor's son. And I, as soon as it went in my mouth, I was like, I regret everything. Like, I, no, you don't have to eat this, baby. Like, no, you can eat the orange. You go for it. Um, Franks are a northern thing, too, George says. Priscilla says, stuffed cabbage, yummy. You can have my serving, Pearl. Uh, Prilla says, Vienna sausage, yuck. Julie says, you are no pigs in the blanket, are ground beef wrapped in cabbage, yum, yum. Greta, great idea for life groups. But I don't think Buddy wants it that way. I, I, can you let me know the day you're going to do well, pigs in a blanket like that? Because I'm not yeah. coming. I'll, I'll have to like. try it. I'll have to try it at some point. It's good. No. Mm -mm. See, I, I can see how it can be good. It's basically like a taco with a, with a uh, cabbage shell. That's what it sounds like to me, but it's probably not. It's got tomato it, sauce. And tomato sauce. Okay, that's a whole different thing. This is interesting. Anyway, now moving on. Now you're going to see. Um, okay, one more question, and then we're going to wrap up. This has been very food-oriented. Boat or plane? Um, plane. Plane. <laughs> I, I just heard from the background, it's hard to fish out of a plane. <laughs> I'm sure there are ways. Yes. You just, you just, yeah, I'm sure there are ways. Uh, yeah, no, I would, I would rather plane all day long. Plane, mm. you get there faster. Mm. You're, yeah, I, no, I'm good. See, here's the thing. All the fishers will be our 100% boat. All the fishers. The fishers. All the fishers. The fishermen? Fishers. I've just never thought of like what the shorter version of that was. So the just fishermen. I guess fishermen is fishers. <laughs> I guess fishermen is the right word. I realize I fishers isn't a word. I don't know what it was, but I really enjoyed it. All the fishers. All the fishermen. <laughs> the fishermen. The fisher people. The fisher people. <laughs> that just sounds like a weird, a weird like um, community. Um, Kevin says boat. Um, Priscilla says, but then there are planes that land on the water and you can fish from that. 
Um, Johnny says they're seaplanes. Um, uh -huh. Kevin gotcha. still says boat. Like Kevin's like pro boat all day long. Um, John Napier, this is the last question. I'm sorry, we started at 11:45. This is the last one. Um, but Ke the Q&A with Pastor yeah. is coming up uh, yeah. at. 12.30-ish. Yes. So stick around. Ask us your questions mm -hmm. then. So this is just us yeah. hanging out for right now. And actually, we are about to hop into our first segment of the day. And if you're brand new to Fridays on Lunch Plus, they're some of my favorite. Because right now, we're about to hop over into impressions with Buddy and Kevin, our impressionist extraordinaire. I'm pretty excited about it. And then we're going to tell you about the rest of what is happening today. It's going to be a great one. We'll see yeah. you in a couple seconds. If you haven't done it yet, share the broadcast because it's going to be a good one. We'll yeah. see you in just a second. Hey guys, welcome to Lunch Plus. <laughs> I wanted to add a dramatic pause for that, just, just that for dramatic effect. I was wondering what happened. We have an awesome broadcast for you today. First up, we will be starting off with the Accent Challenge, or better known as the new, uh, it, uh, what's, the, what's the word? Impression Challenge. I keep wanting to say international. I don't know why. <laughs> They're two completely different words. All right, then Impression Challenge, followed by a time of prayer, then Song Challenge, which is going to be a lot of fun. I hear we're going to have some good guests on that one. And then that's going to be followed by What's the Word or our Q&A with Pastor. And, but first, we have the, the impression. <laughs> impression Challenge. If you need any help, right over there, the word is spelled out, Impressions. Oh, you're right. There you go. Oh, look at that. That is an awesome graphic. Thanks, everyone heard you compliment my graphic. I was it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, yes, this is the impression challenge. I don't know if any of those people are on these cards, but here's how this is gonna go. Uh, we have a, oh, that's a lot. That's a lot of impressions. And then one, oh, there's a couple yellow cards. Um, on, the, on these cards, we have a variety of different impressions that we can do. What we're gonna do is we're going to basically randomly select an impression and then, uh, what, what do we have here? We have, tongue oh, tongue twisters. Barrett gave us tongue twisters again today. So we're gonna have to do uh, impressions while we're saying tongue twisters, which isn't, tongue twisters are difficult enough, but whenever you're trying to add an impression to it, that makes it a lot more fun. And we, so we're just gonna hang out. We're just gonna do this and see how horribly or how well it goes. You really have no idea. These, these have either gone very well or very poorly. Yes, I, I'm, I'm hoping I get the uh, Donald Duck again. That was fun. Oh, that was a lot of fun. All right. Oh, my word. <laughs> what did you get? Mike Tyson. <laughs> uh, uh, just, just be oh careful. Oh, my heaven. Just be careful in case he's watching the broadcast. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do Mike. Mike Tyson. Okay. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. If you must cross, if you must cross a course across cow, 
across a crowded cow crossing. Cross across, course cow cross across the crowded cow crossing carefully. <laughs> I don't know what you said. See, okay. Oh my word. The thing I, I enjoy about this is somehow we get like the perfect tongue twisters for the, the, the thing that we're supposed yes. to be doing. Yeah, it's a setup. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I picked Cookie Monster. Yes! Yes! This one's gonna hurt. I don't understand how the guy who does Cookie Monster's voice like still has a throat. Okay. <sighs> I don't even know if I can go that deep. <sighs> okay. Cookie, okay. Brisk, brave, brigadiers brandished, broad, bright blades, blunderbusses. What the heck's a blunderbuss? <laughs> it's like a hand cannon, a gun. <laughs> Why is he talking about, okay. And bludgeons, this is a little gruesome. This is such a gruesome thing. <laughs> Balancing them badly. How's that? <laughs> that was Cookie Monster and Batman, that's true. If Cookie Monster played Batman. <laughs> that was... That was gruesome. That was impressive. There's like bludgeoning and... I'm in, I was really impressed with... What was that word? Blunderbusses? Yeah. You've never heard of a blunderbuss? I've never heard of It's like, you know, pirates carried them. They were like cannons. You could actually oh. shoulder fire them like a rifle, but they were essentially a cannon. That's sweet. Loaded with all kinds of junk. <laughs> Faster said sounds like a hungry Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, that's what I was going for. That's excellent. I love that's it. That's what I was going for. Oh my word! I don't, I don't know if I can do this one. Do you want to pick another one? No. I mean, I, I think I mean. I'm, oh, that's a that's a good one. Terminator. I don't know. Yay. I don't know. I'm trying to recall it here. Um, He's got the It's yeah, the, the Austrian. It's got the Albibach. Albib. Yeah. Right. Oh wow! All right, All right. Here we go. Uh, this is gonna be fun. You ready? Go for okay. it. Okay. <clears throat> a margin on a marginary menagerie. Manager. What happened? I was struggling with the right word now. so much, it came, it, I came out of anything, any character. There. Okay, Terminator. Like <sighs> a, a margin, a, a marginary menagerie. Ma I can't even say this in, <laughs> with my voice. That's a hard one. Manager managing an imaginary menagerie. That was awful. Well, the, that was awful. I thought that was great. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so I picked up Sylvester Stallone. Yay! Yes. This is like one of my favorite ones. I'm hey. probably not very good at it. All I have to do is like talk like I don't know how to talk. Hey, you can do it. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna do the bottom one. I saw the slip. No, that was horrible. <laughs> I, 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 saw, I saw the thought, but I saw the thought wasn't the thought, I thought the thought. How's that? Is, is that yeah, all right? I'm is impressed, that? yeah. Just throw a Yo Adrian at the end. Yo Adrian. <laughs> wasn't the thought, I thought, I thought, if the thought, I thought, I thought had been the thought, I thought. I wouldn't have thought I thought. Adrian. <laughs> How's that? Oh, that was awesome. That was excellent. I loved it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Priscilla. Just say Adrian. You're good. Yeah, there you go.
All right, are we gonna go again? Another yeah. round? Yeah, 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 we got All time. Right. All right, here we go. Pick one more. All right, I'm gonna Whatever do a yellow you want. one. I'm feeling yellow. You're feeling a yellow? I'll pick feeling a yellow. a yellow one. All right, you ready? What? what Dramatic spoken word poetry. <laughs> 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 yes, have you oh, ever heard like yeah. a spoken word? Yes, and I did not, they're not for me. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you. All right, uh, are we ready? Put that one back. All set? All right, here we go. Something in a 30-acre thermal thicket of thorns and thistles thumped and thundered, then threatening the 3D. Thundered, threatening the 3D, thoughts of Matthew the thug, although theatrically it was only the 13,000 thistles. And thorns through the underneath of his thigh that the 30-year-old thug thought of that morning. Well done. You're welcome. I feel so insp oh, yeah. inspired. Snaps. Snaps. I feel so inspired. <laughs> I feel like I need to go get a, like a soy latte, put on some tight britches. You know what I mean? <laughs> go for it. Huh? Why not? Why not? All right. And I guess to wrap it up, I, I grabbed the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, yes. That's not going to be an easy one. Because my voice can't do that. Just sound. throw in a my pretty every once in a while. You're good. <laughs> All right. I, I see. Here's the thing. I need to hear it in my head before. And your little dog too. Okay. That's. <laughs> that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. You want to do it? No. <laughs> All right. This is gonna be horrible, and I'm not gonna enjoy this. All right. I'll get you, my pretty. All right. How's that? Was that awful? That was bad. That's All right, good. I'm just discouraging myself. I'll encourage myself. I can do this. You've got this. Can you can? I can't can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> I just, he's got the laugh. <laughs> that didn't come out right. <laughs> can, can you can? I can't can into an uncanned can like a can or can can a can into an uncanned can. <laughs> oh my word, that is hilarious. <laughs> that's, that's all I had. That was awesome. That's Buddy wins. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor McEver just said oh you just did a perfect word. Justin Bieber. That's, that, you know, that's, that's, that's what I was going for. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm just gonna... That was fun. Thank you, sir. Thank you so I'm much. I'm just gonna just... Let's pretend like that didn't happen. <laughs> now we're moving on to a time of prayer. <laughs> so, you know... You know we need it. Yeah, we need it. Yeah. Uh, so now we have a time of prayer with Barrett. It's going to be powerful. So get ready. Get set. Go. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for the uh, impression challenge. I yes. got that right that time.
Hey guys, welcome to prayer. We are super excited to be here with you today so that we can join our faith with your faith and see the Lord do some amazing things through prayer. We're going to start off by going through our daily confessions. And because it's Friday, we have a twofer for you today. We are doing confession number six and number seven that we do here at the broadcast. These confessions are found in the word of God. And so when we speak, we know that we're not just speaking from our own minds. We are speaking the word of God and the will of God. So join your voice with mine, join your faith with mine. And as we pray, during this next time of prayer, if you have something that you're believing for, then put it in the comments so that we can agree for the Lord's will to be done in your life as it is in heaven, here on the earth. Let's put up confession number six. And it says, we keep increasing in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. And now let's make it personal. I keep increasing in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. Hallelujah. And then confession number seven, the struggle is over. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the struggle is over in your life, in my life. Hallelujah. Now, I just want to take these next few minutes. And if there's anything that you would like us to be agreeing with you for, put it in the comments right now. But I'm going to be praying so that the Lord blesses you, that your day is blessed and filled with favor and grace and peace. God, thank you. And join your faith with mine. Maybe you can't pray out loud as loudly as you can, but just be agreeing. Amen. You know, as we pray, take those things for yourself. Father, we thank you. Thank you, God, for the love that you have for us. Thank you, Lord, that you are good, that your faithfulness endures forever, that you never fail. You only, only lead us in victory in one perpetual victory parade after another. Lord, we thank you that the viewers of this broadcast, they walk in victory, that every family represented, whether they're physically here in the studio or they're watching online, God blessed, they're blessed. We declare that they are blessed of the Lord. The blessing is on their homes. The blessing is on their jobs. The blessing works because they are blessed. We start from the place of blessed. God, right now, we're blessed. You watching, you're blessed. Your families, they're blessed. You are the blessed of the Lord. It's who you are. God, we thank you. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for pouring yourself out onto us. Thank you, God, for sending your son Jesus for us. Thank you that we're loved by you. Thank you, God, that we are kept by you. Jesus, your prayers got answered and you prayed that we would be kept from the wicked one. God, thank you for keeping your people. We ask right now that angels assigned to this ministry, that they would protect those that are partners with this ministry. Lord, for those viewers that are partnering with us today, protect them, keep them, keep every weapon formed against them in Jesus' mighty name. It's exposed. It will not kill.
cannot prosper and it is destroyed in Jesus name. We thank you, Lord, that every weapon, it disintegrates in their hand. Everything that was laid up to knock a person off course in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you that those things are gone in the Jesus name. Every crooked path be made straight in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for blessing your people, for giving us wisdom. Lord, give your people today, every viewer watching, give them a spirit of wisdom, give them the spirit of revelation, give them the spirit of knowledge, help them to be knowledgeable, help them to have wisdom from on high, not just logical wisdom, godly wisdom, godly wisdom, wisdom in a new level, wisdom on a new plane that they've never had before. Lord, we thank you. Thank you that we hear your voice as strangers we don't follow. We do not follow any other voice except for the voice of God. We thank you, Lord, for it. Thank you that today cobwebs are being cleared out. Lord, we thank you that we're filled today. We're filled today. Just say that wherever you are. I'm being filled by the almighty God today, right now, right now. And he's filling me with good things with good things, God's level of good. Lord, thank you for filling me with good things. Thank you for filling every viewer with good things. God, we need you. We need you. We have to have you. Lord, we need you. We thank you. We praise you. We worship you. We desire you. God, you are so good. We thank you for this day. Lord, let every question be answered today. Let every question that is asked, God, let us answer it from the full counsel of the word of God. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that things that have tripped people up and that have caused them to be confused in Jesus' name, we thank you that confusion is cleared away. We thank you, God, that those things that would try to steal, kill, and destroy, that the light of God is being shined on them today, that things that people have been nervous to bring into the light, we ask that the light of God shine on them and expose them in Jesus' name so that freedom can come to your people, that freedom and healing can come. Let freedom and healing come through the answers given today in our what's the word time. Let healing come into hearts. Let fullness of healing come. Let the so-so healing come in Jesus' name. Healing in every area healing for everything, Lord. We thank you that emotional wounds are being healed today, that emotional hurts are being healed today, that things that have been painful, they're being removed in Jesus' name, that the root of unforgiveness is being uprooted today simply by your goodness and your love. God, it's your love. It's your love that leads men to repentance. It's your kindness. It's your goodness. God, we thank you. Lord, let there be no distraction, no disruption in Jesus' mighty name. Let the word go forth uninhibited, un, un... Lord, let it go forth clearly. Let there be no distraction, clear minds, clear wording, clear internet signals, clarity be in Jesus' name. 
God, we thank you. We thank you that there's healing that's coming today. There's healing that's here for your people today. And I declare over every viewer watching, healing come in Jesus' name. Prepare your hearts right now because the Lord is healing wounds. The Lord is removing scars. The scars won't even be there. If he can cleanse you from even the stain of sin, then he can remove scars. He is fully restoring his people today. We thank you, God, for it. Blessed be your name. You are great and mighty and wonderful. And we praise you. We thank you ahead of time. Thank you that healing is ours. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank you so much for joining us for prayer. I'm so excited for this time. It's going to be great. But before we hop into our Q&A session, we've got ourselves a special guest on Song Challenge today. It's me versus Pastor Brian. It's going to be a good one. Stick around because it's going to be awesome. Hey guys, welcome to Song Challenge. Song I'm Challenge. Short. <laughs> I'm short. I'm a little bit taller now. Oh, thanks. A little bit taller world. now. You, you know, Serena's taller than me, so whenever she takes pictures with me, she leans. Me too. What's to make herself uh, seem less taller <laughs> than me. <laughs> anyway, with that being said, welcome to Song Challenge. I'm, I thoroughly Amen. enjoy this game. I'm a little sad that we don't have the squeaker this time, but it's okay. That's what I keep forgetting to order is a bill. I've meant yeah. to. I forgot it as well. That's, my, that's on me. I've forgotten that. We need that. The day we had well, the squeaker, it was, <laughs> it was interesting. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, we might can get one. All right, so how do we play? Here's how the game works, all right? Tell me how the game works. <laughs> <laughs> we have on these cards a bunch of random words. Random. Um, they're not necessarily random, but they're very popular words that you have in songs, all right? For example, this word, dog. Which is such a popular The dog word. days are over. Or, the who dog let the days. dogs out? Yeah. Who, 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 so that's how that game works. Or <laughs> that's how this game works. So we'll pull out a random thing, a random uh, word. word. Yes. And one of you guys will Can have I to start with that one. Can that be my first one? The dog one. Sure. It, no. Uh, no. Um, so the first person, I'll, I'll do it this way. I'll, I'll set the card down. The first person to grab the card starts to sing a song that has that word on it. But, but you have to know a song first, obviously. And then once you grab the card, you can start singing it. That'll be one point. Then the next person, whenever I cut them off, and the next that, person has five seconds. That makes it even worse. Does that like, make I it worse? already believe that Barrett is probably pretty decent at this game and this is so, not the, this is not the way my brain works but you this. know so many songs i know but it's this is not how my brain works your, it your brain doesn't work in it doesn't rapidity. yeah it doesn't do like this so i'm already at a disadvantage i was like well maybe if i get a chance then she gets a chance it can stay close but it if can. she's gonna grab them first i'm you know, in trouble it can that's <laughs> the part he's yeah, about yeah, to say yeah because because okay. when, whenever she stops now you have a you you'll have a chance to, okay. to pitch in. We're your, gonna volley it back and forth. Yeah, you volley back and forth yeah. and you so get a point. So I may start means... with a point, but you can take my point if you get it and I can't think of another one. Yeah. yeah. And then it just racks up. 
Sounds great. <laughs> I've never won anything ever against you. Like, this is your chance. You have a good this chance. This is your no, chance. I was yeah. telling Rachel, I don't feel good about my odds because I've never won. But on the we'll incredibly see. off chance I win, it's recorded. Yeah. And so, like, well, I'm, I was like, this is probably one of the worst games I would be at, truthfully. Because, like, when y'all played. No, no, no. I'm when y'all played. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. I want to, I want to play. I like a challenge. So, I like yeah. that my emotions right yeah. now are like, oh, no. No, I'm so no sorry. It's, when I've watched y'all play, I've been like, I know a song that has that in it. What is it? And about three minutes, it'll come. So. Yeah. So, so, so as we're in the Q&A, you'll just start singing, that's the song. Yes, yes, yes. When pastor preaches, there are so many songs that come out. So yes, I, that is true. I believe that the anointed and movie, man of God. And movie reference. Yeah, I believe in him. All right, well, let's get started. I'm, so I'm going to put the first card down All right. with the word. I'll say the word out loud so you can see it. Let's not grab it. Let's, let's just not grab tap it. it. Just tap it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. But if you tap it, you don't have a song. Do you if get you, a minus point? Sure. sure. Let's do it that way. <laughs> sure. Yeah. These rules are changing as we go. <laughs> it is. You can make I'll be like, oh, and make Barrett do it, and then I'll get <laughs> minus points for her. Yeah. I think that's true. Sure. I like it's, it's like spoons whenever you go. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. So let's jump in to our first round of song challenge. Our first word is <clears throat> don't. Don't go breaking my heart. I couldn't right. if I <laughs> tried. Don't speak. <laughs> is that it? Yeah, that's uh, don't speak is um, what's the Gwen Stefani's group? No doubt. Yeah. Don't um, speak. I notice what you're thinking. Okay. Don't stop believing. Wow. To that feeling. Uh, I can I feel the feeling. <laughs> yeah. Right. I got really nervous because I'm like, I don't want to give the next one. All right. So, but I'm not going right. to It's my turn. Yeah, five and I don't have it. Okay, five seconds. Don't go chasing waterfalls, but don't help me again. That didn't count because I wouldn't have thought about that. All That's right. her point. All right. Don't well, do that. Well, <laughs> let's do a quick timeout because we just reached our hundredth comment oh, of the day. Johnny Shaver. Whoa, Johnny. Oh, I don't need to look at the comments either. They're throwing them up there. I know. They're All going. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Deb, don't fear the reaper. I don't know what that song is. Deb. <laughs> that's, Deb. <laughs> that's that's a. I know it. Yeah. That's Deb a, and I have similar music background. So. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. So that's a point for Barrett. Oh, she said that was William. Oh, that was William. <laughs> that wow. surprised me. Well, good, good job, William. Good. <laughs> it's not one you should know. <laughs> Golf clap. Golf anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to our next one. Dance or dancing. Dancing, dancing, dancing. No, that's breaking, breaking, breaking. You haven't hit it yet, so it's yeah, not yeah. negative. Yeah. Um, well, you go if you dance, go. Dance, dance, we're falling apart to halftime. Dance, dance, that's Whoa. Fall Out Boy. Or yeah, All American Rejects, it's one of them. I don't know that one. All right. See? I don't have it. There's probably I, I had like a, at least two in my Yeah, head. I don't have that. Dancing queen. I thought that one too. Sweet only said. I'm, I'm not proud that that's the first one that came to my head. I saw I had dancing in the street. That's I, oh, yeah. Too. When, see, when songs come up, I can quote the songs mm -hmm. from past. Yeah. But my, I don't. Coming I think, up with the songs. Yes, I think in terms of the music first, not the words first. So yeah. it's, that's. It just doesn't function and flow the same way. You can take Buddy if you want. 
<laughs> no, no, no. You can team no. up. They're trying to be nice. Go ahead. All, All right, right. <laughs> two, two to nothing. Two, yes. Yeah. But there's a chance. You have a chance. I All do right. have a chance. Cry. Don't. Dang it. <laughs> don't, don't dang it. I'm not don't you that. cry tonight. That's uh, Guns N' Roses. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, of. there you go. All right. There's... I don't know if it's a song. Don't cry for me, Argentina. The truth Whoa. is I've never left you. That's it. Okay. Right? That's a song. <laughs> I think it's a real song. I have no idea. There's a tear in my beer, and I'm crying <laughs> for you, dear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hank Williams saved me. Why, well, hello. Sing All right. You got one second. Four? Nope. You're not going to follow that up? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Pastor, you won on that. Well done. I didn't get blank. <laughs> By mercy or skill, I don't care. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that to come from past. I think I had, oh, I had fact, to, it said beer. Everybody's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, it said cry, but I had crying, so I, it, it's a. Pastor Nicole said, "My man brought in Hank." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and apparently, your song was a song. Yes. Yay! Yeah, that's was... exciting. All right, next one. I'm, I'm holding two in my hands right now. Whoop! Heart. I don't want to sing the same one that I sang earlier. Uh... Don't break my heart. My achy, oh, breaky heart. There you go. Good one. <laughs> well done. I don't want to use the one I used earlier. Why, why are the country songs coming to me? That's, that wasn't your even wife my is main. On now. She's I know. Okay. She is. Uh, All right. Well, it's a tied game now. Yeah. Well done. I forgot I about better. Total Eclipse of the Heart, Kevin. That's my thought. Really? Total Eclipse I, I went, of the Heart. I went straight to uh, my heart will go, go on. We'll stay forever. <laughs> Look at Celine Dion coming out right now. Yeah, that was the one I was trying to remember, Grace and Heart of Glass. Mm, I was trying to remember. With Cry, when I remember writing Cry on the card, and I had thought of Justin Timberlake, Cry Me a River. So, you know, um, retroactively, yeah. that's I could have done that. <laughs> Christmas. Oh, this is an easy one. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it over. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Seriously? No, I... No, those See, are the two uh, that I had in my head. Here's, I'm here's, not cheating, and I'm not being nice. No, no. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Christian show, don't be nice. Thank Good you. job. <laughs> what a moment. I remember the one time I was ever, like, w beating George in anything. It doesn't happen often. And I started easing up, and he's like, don't you dare don't do Don't you that. dare do like, yeah, okay. um, No, I don't want you to. I do. They, <laughs> So here's, I've noticed when y'all play this game before that, uh, so we got like one more to tie or whatever. No, you're, you're ahead. I know. Oh. I know we got one more because it's already 1230. But I've noticed that um, when y'all play this, you'll sing a song and I can't get that song out of my <laughs> yeah. head. I can hear no other songs <laughs> yeah. but that one. That's it's true. like it right, it's like there's a groove of a record in my brain. Nice. You like that? I did like that. That's that's good. Good. good imagery. All right. All right, last one. Day. Oh, happy day. You wash my sin away. Oh, okay. 
There's a different one. <laughs> night and day, day and night, something arrives. arrives. There you go. Gospel uh, song. Um, step by step, day by day. Da da. I don't know the rest of the words, but I know those ones. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, happy day is stuck in my head. <laughs> Just do the other one. Oh, happy day. From That's not the same? No, she was singing a different one. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at all the good ones that were on there. Oh, wow. Graduation day. Daydream day. believer. Ooh, that's you know, a good one. Homecoming queen, the monkeys. That's good if it yeah. was on time. Yeah, that would be good. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> You're welcome. Buddy just got fired on live TV, guys. He she took the that. nice thing to heart <laughs> and just drove the nail. You sure did. We, okay, well, it's tied. Are we going to... Uh, we'll do a tiebreaker. Fin- do a yeah, tiebreaker. We'll, we'll have a winner. Right. We're not, well, uh, not going to do that. Giving out participation. Or that, or those we ones. don't do that here. Nope, we don't. There's a clear winner. <laughs> Nicole, happy birthday to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Candice? Candle. Candle. <laughs> 5,000 candles in the wind. All right. <laughs> okay. That's not the candle in the wind song I remember. No, so you can do the actual you one. You sure can. Like a, like a candle in the wind, but I forget the tune to it. Well, I'll count it. Yeah. 10,000 <laughs> 10, candles. 5,000 candles in the wind? That's technically, but I won't do it because it's the same thing. <laughs> you went straight to Parks sure and Recreation. Did. What's better than a candle in the wind? 5,000 candles in the wind. All right. Mom said, 16 candles. I didn't know that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Pastor wins. What? Well done. That's impressive. It <laughs> <That> is. <laughs> you, you don't know what my brain is doing. This, is, this game is very similar to that Splickety Lick game for Which me. is the best game. No, it's the <laughs> most horrid game ever. My brain hurt after playing that we game. We played that game once, and it's where you have to invert words. Yeah. So, like, instead of Brian Wright, he'd be Ryan Bright, and you have you to have say to, sentences like that. The first like letter of words, you have to change the first letter. Oh, so he'd be cruddy, cruddy Babtree? Yeah. Yeah. Cruddy Babtree. Cruddy Babtree. Cruddy Brabtree. Cruddy Brabtree. Yeah. But no, it, was, <laughs> it was the worst game ever. I did get a little bit better at it, but I'm telling you, if steam could come out my ears, it would have. I hated that game. It's my true. brain doesn't function like that. Math, logic, all that kind of stuff, I get it. Science. But that, that I could, is the only that other was game a, I've ever beat you at, yes, ever. Yeah, that was not a good game. And right, so we well, don't I'm play glad it you, I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you're blessed. <laughs> well, thank hey, you, Hey, Pastor Bill, good to see you. You just missed... Song challenge. Whoop, and Pastor won. Pastor won. <laughs> but now, it, Pastor Bill, if you hang around, we're going to have question, interactive question and answer time. Yes. And I'd love for you to answer a question if somebody has one. So. Deb is not protecting the anointing. What'd she say? She said she's bringing the game to the advance As again this year. It'll, <laughs> you know, surprisingly, miraculously, maybe find the trash can. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> All right, well, guys, thank you for joining us for Song Challenge. Now, in just a couple seconds, we're going to transition over for our special interactive Q&A today yes. uh, with Pastor Ryan Bright. Oh, that's horrible. That hurts my head <laughs> hearing that. I don't even like so that. Happy. I know. It's a, you, it's a, you sound like a pop singer. Ryan Bright. Anyway. 
I kind of do like it now. <laughs> okay. No. That's the skinny no, jeans version. That's the skinny <laughs> jeans. Brian <laughs> Bright. With, back with the flavor yeah. saver. <laughs> the flavor saver. All right, well, now oh, it's time. Oh, my goodness. Now we're going to be transitioning to our special Q&A session. What's the word? Which word? Yeah. Which word? <laughs> I don't know what happened with my mouth. The alliteration. You started playing that dumb game, and now you can't talk. <laughs> no, I can't talk. We're going to go over what's the word. We'll so. be back in a couple seconds. Thank you. Amen. Amen. with What's the Word, and we, today it's going to be a special broadcast Hallelujah! we are doing live Q&A with you guys. <laughs> Send us your questions right now. Look at Grayson's comment. That makes me happy. That makes she me says, y'all make me smile. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's a song. You make me smile. <laughs> she, we made her smile, and she sewed into the kingdom. Oh, thank you, Grace. And Lord, we just you. ask that that would just be multiplied yeah. back in their life. In Jesus' name, Amen. let it be quick and supernatural. Yeah. We praise you and love you. Amen. 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 That's awesome. Yeah, go ahead and share the broadcast. This is going to be a good. I just, as we were praying today, I had multiple topics that I would like to talk about, but uh, and leading, I felt led to just have an interactive uh, conversation mm -hmm. with you guys and with everybody that's online. We can see your comments, ask questions, and uh, just have an interactive family time uh, based around the word. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. Me too. So, yeah. I was, I was really, after I felt led, I was really looking forward to it. And I just want to say, too, uh, we have guys, uh, you guys, and a lot of people right now that are behind these cameras yeah. that you don't see. And they are doing an amazing job. Yeah, and I are. just want to thank them. So amen. Glory to God. And uh, put some hands up in the comments for them and uh, some clapping hands. And uh, they're doing a great job. We yeah. have a lot of volunteers uh, that come together to get this daily to yeah. you live and produce a lot of content. And I'm just so pleased with them. So yeah. thank you guys very much in the sound and the video and behind the cameras yeah. and fixing the lights. It's just really awesome. Yeah. And Serena said the broadcast team is amazing. Amen. So. And it's not like any of them were trained in this before. They've taken what the Lord's put in their hands yes. and they've yes. really allowed yeah, him to do Yeah, they made themselves it. available and yeah. God has blessed it. And yeah. that's what he does. Y'all are so, great. Amen. So let me tell you a quick little funny thing. I was more nervous about that game than I am preaching. I'm so sorry. No, you thought I'd be good at it. It's I really not, did. I've, I meant to say that before. I, uh, I literally more nervous about that game playing a dumb game than I am preaching before hundreds and thousands. I'm so Isn't that sorry. funny? <laughs> it's funny what you can be good at yeah. and, and not good at. But 
you know, I don't feel that at all when I go to preach, unless unless there's the only time I've felt nervous when I go to preach is if there's a demonic attack yeah. uh, against it. But um, then you just have to come against that. But <laughs> literally, I'm sitting down. I'm like, that's why. Did you see me check my phone? I, w- I was seeing if the air was on because I was hot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I am sweating right now. So the next time you can do the accent challenge and and no, yeah. I wanted I like getting better at I like getting yeah. better at stuff, but except for splickety lit, no, I don't want to get better at that. You and I are typically <laughs> pulling from very different wells of information, mm-hmm. and I knew with music we're pulling from very yeah. different. So yeah. I was like, his when I told Eo I was playing you, she's like. Daddy knows so much. Daddy knows every yeah, song. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not the way the way that's set up to feed you information. Yeah. Um, it it's it, like I, an Abigail. I game. don't. Yeah, it, I don't pull information out of memory like that. And uh, so now, like with the uh, improv, the what's the the word, the word sneak? sneak. I, that clicks. It just I get that's that is the way my brain works. But um, but I do like a challenge. But I'll tell you this: I don't like losing. And I know. Um, <laughs> so, what am I nervous about? Losing. That's what I'm nervous. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I I had some worry if I were to beat you on camera. I was like, I don't know if that's okay. I'd be <laughs> happy for you. That'd be awesome. I like I like when you know. And you, so you take that into. Um, as Serena says, word sneak's not how her brain uh, thinks. Did you watch her this week with word sneak and buddy? It was no, no, I didn't. I missed it she, somehow. She did, she did pretty well. It yeah. was, I think she did well. It we, was so funny. We had quite an interesting week. So, you know, we want to have a conversation. We're going to do that. But we also want to have a conversation yeah. with you. So yeah. put whatever comments in there. Be interactive with us today. If you have any questions about the word, uh, ask us. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, you know, so kind of bringing character and stuff into this conversation already is, Y'all, I think I think you know the story. I think you may know the story, but when I first started playing racquetball, mm-hmm. um, I went and um, I found a guy that was pretty good. I would say that he was probably the second uh, best player here in the area, mm-hmm. and um, he was really good. And literally, you know how much I don't like to lose. Yes. Um, I, li- I beat him, I probably, we played two to three times a week, and when we get together, we'd play two to three games. So just say six games a week at a minimum. Six games a week for 50 weeks, that's 300 games. I think I won two or three games out of 600. And uh, that's how good he was. But what was I doing? I was, I was getting better and yeah. better and better. And those came at the end of the year. So for a whole year to play 600 games and lose 598 of them, you know my flesh was not happy with that. But then right after that we went into, have you heard this story? Yeah, okay. Then right after that we went into a tournament. And, um, you know, somehow, sometimes how you can have those days where you're just on it, yeah. you know, that was this day when we had the tournament 
I mean, I was pulling shots out that I couldn't believe I was making, you know, just amazing. And all these people were like, where did this guy come from? You know, I'd been getting my tail whipped for a year that's where, by somebody who was good. So I had to really improve. But uh, that's what happens when we will discipline ourselves when our flesh doesn't like yeah. it. Uh, we will improve, improve, improve. Yeah. And um, you will maybe surprise the devil. Yeah. And that's what we need to do. Study to show ourselves approved. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that statement that you've heard me say, don't wait till you get in the battle to load your weapon. So you yeah. want to study yeah. the word and you want to be diligent with the word. And then Hebrews 11, 6, uh, let me just read it to you uh, real quick. Because this is is one of my favorite, and I don't want to have one word out of place. It says, and without faith, Hebrews 11, 6, and without faith, it's impossible Mm -hmm. to please him. For he who comes to God must believe Mm -hmm. that he is, and he must believe that he is a rewarder of them who seek him. And the King James says... uh, He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Mm -hmm. Um, So when we're diligent with things, God is a rewarder. And when we're diligent, diligence is God, you know, is like God. It's in God's ways. It's godliness. And so, but when we're diligent to seek him, uh, then we are rewarded by him. But there's rewards for just being diligent. And even people that are just successful uh, you know, not really giving God the glory, they found that diligence will open up doors yeah. for them and bring success. Why? Because it's a biblical principle. Well, and impartation's real too. And so yeah. if you give your, like you're talking about this in a sports way, and as yeah. you're talking, I'm thinking of how in every other situation ever, you're here and I'm here. <laughs> and so I, in spiritual ways, not, you know, getting my tail whipped, but, you know, like I'm used to, you not knowing so much more in different things, but when I've been in, able to be in situations when you're not there yeah. and I'm around people and I'm ever able to speak or anything like that, they'll say, you sound like your pastor. Yeah. I understand like why your pastor, not because of me, but because I've spent years now under your tutelage yeah. and you've, you've helped to train and mold and that impartation is, is real. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That's a, um, it's one of those things where you want to learn to um, learn to put your flesh in place. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Buddy's face was so good. We had a production person behind us, like, kind of dive a little bit. It was really good. And we tried to stay stoic, but Buddy's face. Um, it didn't work. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I ruined that moment. That was me. That's <laughs> awesome. What was I saying? No, I'm kidding. I'm um, so sorry. <laughs> that was my fault. Um, when we go after the Lord and we're diligent in these things, uh, it's very important for us to uh, do these things on a regular basis. The Lord said to me uh, years ago, he said, I'm looking for people that will do the right things for long periods of time. I'm looking for people that will do the right things for long periods of time. Because everybody can basically... Uh, what my dad used to call be a flash in the pan. Yeah. Uh, anybody can do it well for a short period of time, you know, for the most part. Sure. Uh, but very few people are diligent and persevering uh, that they actually go through and have success on a regular basis. And, uh, but as part of being successful, you want to get around people that are successful 
that are uh, thinking through things, that are developing those things, and uh, and seeing the fr- fruit of it. So, the verse we've been talking about has come up a lot this week is Hebrews six twelve. Uh, follow those or imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So in the people that you follow, uh, you want to look for this. You want to see the people that you follow be in faith. If they're not in faith, you don't want to follow them. You want to see them be in patience. If they're not in patience, you don't want to follow them. You want to see them inheriting the manifestations. And if they're not inheriting, you don't want to follow them. You don't want to imitate them. That should be an easy test. And that that actually will knock out the majority of people pretty yeah. quick, even the majority of what a lot of people call leaders. So those three things, when you're looking for a leader, look for uh, faithful, uh, look for patience mm-hmm. and enduring and perseverance. You know, it's one thing to follow a pastor that's been in church for two years. It's another thing to follow one that's been in there for yeah. 10 years. Yeah. They've been in there 10 years. They've gone through yeah. A lot of stuff. They've seen a lot of stuff. And for them to still be going, yeah. especially in today's environment, it's, it's a big deal. And then yeah. the third thing is manifestation. Yeah. So We were talking. Oh, sorry. sorry. I was just going to say, I'm pre- I think the average minister doesn't last four years yeah. in ministry. That's so yeah. sad. Yeah. We were talking at Life Group the other day. When, uh, when, hold oh, that. So on that, even, but see, those numbers work in business as well. So we're not just talking about church. Um, it, the average brand new startup company doesn't last two years, and only two percent actually make it. Yeah. Um, so it's and it's similar in churches over, stretched out over a period of time. Yeah. So. We were talking in life group the other day just about the important, like how important it is to be in the church that the Lord's assigned you to in churches with yeah. fruit and different things, and somehow. Pastor Steve Barbie got brought up and it oh. was like in the room talking yeah. about what a blessing to this area Pastor Steve Barbie is. Love him. Over 40 years in ministry, right? Yeah. Like yeah. he's he's a gift and he pioneered uh, the spirit field church in this area, yeah. really. He That's was awesome. a pioneer of that. And because um, there really weren't that many that were around and that made it. And such and a so, humble man. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll come and ask me questions like I you know, need to tell him something. You yeah. Know? And um, literally one day I was, um, I picked him up and we drove up to Ted uh, Shellsworth Sr.'s camp meeting and it was just he and I. And um, we had such a good time. And about halfway through the trip, I said, Pastor Steve, I said, I just feel like we're supposed to praise God. We start worshiping God, start praying in the Holy Ghost, going down the road. I mean, the presence of God came in that car. And we got out in West Virginia. I mean, we were just carrying the glory and the presence of God. And he was like, I needed that. (laughs) I was like, oh, man, it just humbled me, you know, sobered me. But... Anyway, we missed some stuff here. We had a question from from Buddy. A lightning question just came in. Oh, yeah? What did he say? (laughs) He said, can... How can can someone keep themselves from getting familiar in their church and with their pastor after a long period of time? Yeah. I have a lot of answers to that. But what do y'all think? It's my question, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can still weigh in on it if the Lord leads you. Yeah. It's up to the person. You know, it's not the pastor's job to keep me from being unfamiliar. It's my job to keep me from being unfamiliar. You mentioned it, I think, yesterday. I have 
I have access to you and Pastor Nicole a lot of the time. And I've, I've been in personal situations with you guys. I've been in ministry with y'all. And there was a moment with Pastor Nicole where I started to get familiar with her, not right. realizing it. Cause I view her in, a, I view both of you as yeah. spiritual parents to me, as well as my pastors. And I, everybody started calling her pastor mama, which was a name that I'd given her. And my flesh was like, well, I don't like that. Everybody's calling her the name I gave her. I'm just going to start calling her Nicole again. Cause yeah. nobody's calling her Nicole and it'll be special between her and I. But what I was doing is I had started to dishonor her wow. and it's, it, it didn't create necessarily a wall, but it started to separate me some yeah. from her, not by her doing, but I wasn't esteeming in that same way. And yeah, you went down just to give people an idea because, and, and these markers yeah. are important to notice. You went down the road about six months or so, and all of a sudden you just felt like this relationship's not what it was yeah. a while back. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. 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 And so I went to her, I'm like, this feels funky. Like what's going on? And she brought that up to me. And that seems so small. Yeah. Like it does not seem like that big of a deal to most people yeah. to not call her pastor Nicole and just call her Nicole. But I was speaking that she was common to me. Like that's yeah. a common name yeah. instead of honoring her as pastor mama or pastor Nicole. I was, I'd spoken to her differently and she brought it up and I saw it and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I've been honoring you differently. And so I publicly repented to the ELT. I brought it up at our advance and I repented to her that day. I think to you too, for having done it. And just like that, it went back. Yeah. Yeah. But, I remember that, but I needed to ensure that my heart was in a position of knowing when those moments switch. Like I may yeah. have a personal relationship with y'all, but I need to recognize you're not just a man. She's not just a woman. You're my gift from God. Yeah. And so I need to make sure I'm in a position of honoring. Yeah. Well, and you know, like I said, there's a bunch that I could say about that, but I think one of the most important things is to understand familiarity. Mm -hmm. So Jesus in the, the Holy ghost spoke it through the gospel as as it says in Jesus, the word made flesh, it says in Nazareth, uh, they saw his anointing. Yeah. So it's not that they didn't see the anointing. Uh, they saw the anointing on him, but then they started thinking basically in context, paraphrasing, uh, isn't this the carpenter's son? Yeah. Isn't this Joseph and Mary's son? And the familiarity, this is such an important word, is the familiarity brought Jesus to the place where in the gospel it says he could right. do no mighty work. In other words, that familiarity stopped the power of God. The very next place he went was Capernaum and everybody got healed. You know, if you follow the timeline, yeah. the very next place everybody got healed. That same anointing was in Nazareth, but he could do no mighty work. Because the Lord has set up humility uh, as a release. It's a trigger to the power of God yeah. in us. So our humility will trigger the power of God, you know, in James 4, 7 and 1 Peter 5, yeah. 7, I believe, uh, and uh, James 4, 6 and 7. And um, so humility triggers the power of God. He yeah. says, when you humble yourself and you submit to God, um, grace and greater grace is released, right? And so 
when they did not humble to the anointing. And so a lot of people don't have a really good idea of the three parts of man. And so as we're doing the Bible Academy and preparing to get those lessons out, one of the things that we know is a huge portion of doctrine and establishing doctrine is knowing the three parts of man. Uh, because if you don't understand the spirit, the soul, and the body, the spirit is the real you. That's the real you, uh, not what you see in the mirror. That is your fleshly body yeah. wrapped around the real you. But as soon as spirit leaves the body, and that person dies, um, because and that body will fall to the floor as soon as the spirit is removed. Because the body is just uh, flesh uh, wrapped around that. But then you have the soul, which is the mind, will, and emotions. So most people will look at their pastor and they'll look at different people uh, simply as a fleshly person. They'll look with eyes of the flesh. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I I still have to go to the bathroom. I get hungry. I have to put down, uh, you know, getting mad. I have to, you know, put down being uh, jealous or uh, selfish. I have to put down the flesh at losing a, a game, you know. I and so they'll see those, and when they focus on that side of a person, mm-hmm. they take their eyes off of the gift that God gave them. Because mm-hmm. in Ephesians four it says, "When He ascended on high, He gave gifts unto men," mm-hmm. and those gifts are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. So if they don't uh, see the spiritual gift then all they'll see is the physical man or woman, mm-hmm. and they won't esteem them spiritually, and it will cut off the power of God in their life. So I think it was Pastor J. No, it was Pastor J.B. has said some of this too, and also uh, Brother Tracy Harris, mm-hmm. uh, who's like a spiritual father. And, um, you know, one of the things is I've never required anybody to call me pastor. Um, the first two or three years, nobody called me pastor. I mean, nobody did, even though I was technically their pastor. Um, I did see a great thing just this morning uh, that said this, that said, um, you know, if you don't actually submit to the man that God's given you, he's not your pastor, he's just your preacher. Yep. And uh, I thought that was a great statement, and I, and I get that. So a lot of people come to church, and they're not, they're not submitting. So they do not have the role of a pastor in their life. They don't have a role of the shepherd in their life. They just have somebody they listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, or don't listen to. But uh, they, you know, just because you hear with your ears doesn't mean that you he- heard it. Yeah. And uh, the Bible makes that clear. Hearing you don't hear. Mm-hmm. And um, so... Um, you know, one of the things that I did was I never uh, ask, um, hey, Dan, good to see you. Um, I never asked for people to call me pastor ever. That was never it. And for the first two or three years, they didn't. But then I started to realize, I believe it was uh, Brother Tracy Harris, he said, do you want a natural man? Do you want a natural man? Or do you want you know, when I come into your life, do you want just another natural fleshly man? Or do you want a supernatural person in your life? Yeah, Pastor JB said that at yeah. your... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, 
He said, you know, so if you just come up and, you know, and I, it, do, it is very telling. I've watched this over the years now uh, where somebody will come up and they'll go like, hey, man, how you doing? You know, and I'm their pastor. Hey, man, how you doing? I know they're disconnected. I know they're not getting anywhere close to what they should be getting. Hey, buddy. Yeah, hey, buddy. And that has happened a lot. Not you, buddy, but calling me buddy. Hey, buddy, how you doing? And I know spiritually they are not getting, you know, probably 10% of what they should be getting supernaturally. Uh, because as their familiarity and respect goes, so will go the grace and the supernatural empowerment in their lives. And um, so, you know, basically you will get what you esteem. Mm -hmm. The scripture that comes to my mind is... Um, those who honor a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a mm -hmm. prophet's reward. Yep. Those who honor a pastor yeah. in the name of a pastor will yeah. receive a pastor's reward. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. That's how it works. And God set it up that way. Why? Uh, because it works. Because yeah. if you move in humility, you're moving in love, and love empowers all things. So if I'm not moving in humility, I'm not moving in love, that's the system that he set up. Well, and I so. think the flip side of that, you know, there's the dishonoring side, but then there's also the familiarity that I've fallen into with you and Pastor Nicole is I get to see your schedules so yeah. much that my familiarity, not even realizing what it was, was I know his schedule, I know he's busy, so I'm not going to ask him this or I'm going to wait to talk to him about this. That's a great point. And that's familiar too because it's yeah. thinking, I know you so well, I can hold this question or I don't need to bring this, I can wait. Yes. And and so there's there, just like there's two ditches of humility, or not humility, there's two ditches of pride, like the arrogant pride and yeah. the I'm so crappy pride. There's those ditches of familiarity of I'm just going to treat you as common and yeah. then I think I know what you're going to say, how you're going to say it, so I'm not going to yes. talk to you. Yeah, and you need to. Humility uh, confesses, humility asks. Yeah. Humility is quick to do that, and that's godly, and it opens up the power of God. Yeah, there's blessings yeah. for it. Yeah, and so I think Brother Tracy said this. Um, yeah, Kevin says, that's funny. I've often thought my stuff was unimportant to bother pastor. It's not. I want to hear. And, mm -hmm. he, and here's just, you know, supernatural, spiritual, yes, there's, I want to hear that. I actually, it blesses me when people bring their stuff uh, to, to work on. Yeah. But just think logical for a minute. If you take something and um, you don't get it fixed, it's generally going to get cause a problem. And then we may have to spend hours right. and weeks and months to right. unravel that problem that we probably could have solved in about five to ten minutes if you would have come quickly. And so uh, the issue is that most people see a, a leader, uh, most people see a leader as somebody that's telling them what to do. That's not a leader's role, and that's not, you know. Uh, it tells, in other words, in Exodus uh, 18, I think it is, 17 or 18, it says that Jethro says to Moses, mm -hmm. um, tell the people the, what, the work that they are to do. Mm -hmm. uh, teach them the ways of God and tell them the work that they are to do. Yeah. Show them, teach them that work. Uh, but that's not, ultimately, what we're doing is we're showing you, that's as a preacher and as a leader, we're yeah. teaching people and showing them what to do. But ultimately, I'm not making decisions in your life mm -hmm. and not trying to do that. However, this is the issue. Uh, there's a, a um, basically an analogy that I have of flying the plane, uh, and basically it goes like this, the very, very quick version. 
when you're in a plane, you can get in the clouds and be upside down and think that you're right side yeah. up. You can have stuff coming up in front of you that's a problem mm -hmm. uh, that you don't know about and you can't see it with your physical eyes. So you have the ground control that can tell you certain things and you have instrument panel in front of you uh, that will help you keep you clear on course and avoid traps and pitfalls. Now, the question is, can you fly a plane without instruments and without the ground control? Yes, you can fly it. The, issue, the other question is, would you want to? Yeah. Do you want to? So you can live life without a pastor, yeah. but it probably won't be very good. Yeah. It definitely, according to the word in Ephesians 4, because pastors are an integral part of our maturity process. And if God made it that way, you're not going to get around it. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you try to go up against God's way, you're in pride and you're going to find yourself in opposition. Uh, to him. You're not going to win that. That's not going to end well. And so the issue is, if you don't have a pastor in your life, you're never going to mature. And we're not just talking about going to a church. We're talking about letting them right. have a voice in your life. But a pastor, is, if they're doing it right, not every pastor is doing this. I get this. There's a lot of pastors that have done this wrong. But if you're doing it right, a pastor is not trying to control your decisions. Mm -hmm. A pastor is there for you to utilize as a confirmation yeah. before you set yourself in concrete in that decision. And so the thing to do is, I, me personally, I never, um, I never come to an idea, especially a major idea these days like in the church, without consulting the people that God has supernaturally placed in our lives. Um, so as a pastor, uh, what you want to do is when you start, and, and a lot of times small decisions are actually big decisions. Yeah. I've watched the small decisions sink a lot of people. And small it's the boxes. ones like what you're saying, Kevin, that you don't think are important. And then all of a sudden you don't take it there. And a pastor can have a supernatural word right for you right in that moment that he would not have gotten had you not reached out in humility to take that. Yeah. And that, so when you start having leading, most people uh, will say, oh, I've heard from God. And at that moment, this is what God says. Well, here's the issue. What if you didn't? Eternity rests in the balance of that. And that's why he gave us a family. And that's why he gave us leaders, spiritual leaders, so that we can have checks and balances. Because which one of you that's watching or listening to this always made the right decision and you heard everything perfectly from God? I've never met anybody. I've definitely not been that person. You know? yeah. So what does that mean? That means that within this corrupted flesh is the potential to miss it. The word's very clear about that. Is the potential to miss it. Well, that can we get better and not miss it as much as we used to? Absolutely. Absolutely. Praise God. But here's the issue. Um, do all of a sudden we start getting it right and that pride wants to say, now I've arrived at a place where I don't need to check with yeah. the pastor all the time. And that's the pride that sets you up for the fall. The way to avoid all of that is just submit yourselves in humility. Yeah. And so as soon as you think you heard from God, quickly go yeah. to your pastor and say, here's what I've done. You've done that really well recently. And uh, because you said, I think I just heard this from the Lord, you quickly uh, reached out. One of them was like, 
well, this might be okay, but I'm not sure about this one. And then like the last one you did, I said, that's the way the Lord talks, right? That was the Lord talking to you, you know? And you thought both times, you, and you're a mature Christian, you know, can you still grow more? Sure, yeah. You're a mature Christian. You've heard from the Lord, you know? You wrote a book on being led, right? <laughs> but yet, even in that maturity and the, all the stuff you know, you missed it a little bit here, heard it right here, you know. And so a pastor or a spiritual leader can offer not um, force, but confirmation mm-hmm. and can help you avoid stuff that you don't even know is coming up. That's why yeah. they're there in experience and in the gifting for you. They have an anointing yeah. for your life. Well, and you've talked about it before that, you know, being one degree off mm-hmm. may not look like a great big deal immediately in the yes. moment, but as you keep going, that degree yes. matters so much. Like yes. It creates that much of a, of a bigger impact in your life. And, you know, I've had moments when I came here, <laughs> I felt like I called you and Pastor Nicole for everything. Like, should I wear this color today? You know, yeah. it wasn't like that, but it was, it was a lot. Yeah. And yeah. as you and Pastor Nicole really taught me how to hear the voice of the Lord. And as things kept growing, you're like, I don't think you need to come to us every yeah. time with this yeah. type of thing. Yeah. And, and so you're not, it's not every single thing. It's not a control. Thing. Yeah. No, but you're teaching how, okay. Yeah. You know, it's like anything with a baby, you know, a baby learns how to walk. You don't have to tell him when he's 12, put one foot in front of the other. No, they know how yes. to walk, but now you're going to teach him how to, how to do the fine tuned stuff. Yes. And as you grow, there are going to be more and more questions. It may not be the basic things that you're coming to, but it yeah. may also be the basic things from time to time. You've got to recalibrate stuff to make sure that they're lined up properly. And it's not any sort of weakness. It's actually a strength going to pastors, going to your spiritual leaders. It's actually a sign of maturity. It's not a sign of messing up. It's not a sign of you're so terrible and bad. It's a marker of, I want to grow in the Lord and those who hunger shall be filled. So when you go to your pastors, you can also be guaranteed that you're walking away. If you're humble to receive it, you're going to walk away filled and operating on a higher level than you did when you walked in the room. It's only a good thing. Yeah. Do you have something to share on it? And if you do, let me know. But let me say this to Kevin real quick. So I saw your question earlier, Kevin. Uh, put it back up if we get to the end, if it feels right. Um, but also, you know, one of the one of the things I saw here was another question uh, from Joni mm-hmm. that we'll get to in just a second. But then, based on our conversation, Kevin said this. He said, "I repent. I'll be coming uh, to you quicker." That's a great thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's humility. And then he says, "So I'm stealing from my pastors if I don't bring up the issues." Yeah, you really are. You're stealing from that anointing coming out. You're stealing from yourself and you're stealing time that you'll have to deal with that issue in the future as well. It actually is so very helpful Mm -hmm. if we will learn to submit uh, quickly. Come, you know, in our leading class, uh, we said come and come quickly. One of the major, I said this earlier, is um, one of the major issues that I've seen in people where they've missed it and really fallen off track bad is they thought they heard something from the Lord. They didn't come quickly. Maybe they waited a week and they, and they would say, here's, here's the trap. The devil say, well, I was praying about it. 
Well, why not pray about it with your pastors before you said it? By the time what they thought they heard from God that wasn't all the way God, they came to us, they already had, I've heard from the Lord. And uh, now if I say anything contrary to that, they'll stop listening to me because they think that they've heard from the Lord. So before you make a decision to concrete something yeah. that you think you've heard from the Lord, get confirmation yeah. first and get it quickly. And uh, because I've realized, you know, I used to try and correct people on that earlier. And I found that every time I corrected somebody, they'd be gone. Yeah. Every time, every time they'd be gone. You know, I never saw it last. They would plant a seed where they thought, because at that moment, if they didn't hear right from God and I disagreed with what they thought God said, they think that I am completely off. They lose that respect. They become very familiar yeah. and um, they're not able to receive yeah. anymore. And they'll, they'll very quickly actually fall into a belligerence and uh, then actually a yeah. pride and it, it can hurt them. So I can't say anything. So one time I was talking to Pastor uh, JB and um, JB Whitfield. Whitfield, who's one of uh, my spiritual fathers. And uh, he said, I went to him with something and I didn't word it exactly correctly. And uh, he said, well, that's it. You, you heard from God. So whatever God said, and I recognized that tone and I recognized those words. And I went, I went, Oh no, 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 no. Let me, let me clarify. <laughs> let me rephrase. I said, I am not set yet. I do not have an answer yet. I think I've heard from the Lord. I'm coming to you to see what you have to say. I, I am not set. And uh, he went, oh, okay. And then he went on for like 30 minutes, giving me some of the best wisdom. But he, you know, that principles in effect. If you come and you're like, stamp the God stamp on it. Yeah. I've heard from the Lord. I'm not coming against that. Yeah. I'm not going to offend your conscience inside yeah. of you. That's why I don't stamp it with that until you get confirmation. Yeah. Ask, don't tell. Ask, don't tell and ask quick, yeah. quickly is what we make. It's yeah. a great thing. Ask, don't tell. Well, I think, I think this, what do you think, well, pastor? You one know? of the things that I've been able to do, like as the Lord's um, opened up different doors for me here in the ministry is I'll have people come to me and they'll, they'll be going through something. I'm like, well, have you talked to pastors about it? Yeah, I talked to pastors and they didn't say much. <laughs> and anytime I hear the, they didn't have much to say or they, they just told me that they'd be agreeing with me. I'm like, did you ask them or did you tell them? Because yeah. <laughs> I don't know a time where you and Pastor Nicole don't say much if, if it's brought to you in a, what do you think? Because the yeah. Lord's going to pour out. And yeah. so I'll go back and ask them, did you ask them or did you tell them? Because if you told them, yes. they can't say anything. No, that's and, correct. And it's it's huge when you tell somebody. It's okay. You your mind's made up in anything. Yeah, that's a. Yeah, they didn't say much. You can tell that that person told us yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. You know? And that happens a lot. People tell their leader what they're doing a lot more than they yeah. should. And uh, one of the really cool things that happened. Uh, was when I first became, this was the first year of pastoring, and somebody would come up to me and they'd go, hey, uh, pastor, what do you think about this? And I would go, 
And it's like on the inside of me, in my spirit man, a motor would crank up. And out would come this wisdom and words of wisdom and words of knowledge and all this stuff. And I'm thinking, where did that come from? But it happened so often, I started to recognize what was happening. When somebody comes in humility and wants to hear, mm-hmm. all of a sudden that grace draws on the supply of God through the person that carries the anointing yeah. for them. And so you go back to Psalm 133, the anointing goes from the head, which is Christ, to the beard, which is the eldership, the spiritual leaders, all the way to the fringes of the garment. So it touches the whole body yeah. of Christ through the leadership. That's how the anointing's designed to yeah. flow. And the anointing will bring about supernatural things in your life. But people have to access the anointing. Watch this. If they're not connected, if the body is not connected to the beard, there's no pass of yeah. supernatural power. And that includes wisdom. Yeah. And uh, so when they would come, it would just turn on inside of me. And finally I realized that's humility. Humility is opening up the supernatural grace of God and it's pouring out. And I noticed it was a very interesting thing because when I first, uh, when I first looked at um, right before we started the church, I read through all the Gospels all in one week. And what I noticed was Jesus really didn't go to anybody. He came to the earth, but in the earth while he was ministering in those years, those uh, you know three and a half years, the people that got touched came to him. Mm-hmm. What was that? That was their step of humility. That's why it's important for people come to the altar. Mm-hmm. Don't just sit there. There's something in physically stepping out it's a it's an action of humility. It's it's a physical action of spiritual humility. Mm-hmm. And so when they come to their pastor and they ask those questions, it's the same type of physical uh, physical action. So mm-hmm. I see that uh, Ben uh, Ben has asked several things. Will you um, have a summary for that here in a minute? I can't read all of it. So, but uh, one thing uh, Serena said earlier is that that. Humility and asking is a sign of spiritual maturity. So do you have something on that? No. No, not at all? (laughs) Are you receiving? (laughs) Amen. Um, You've seen that work, though, already. Just while you've been here, you've been watching those pieces. But familiarity is one of those things. It you can be around somebody. Like this morning, you you and I, we were talking about a video game. And so... the issue is you can be around somebody and you can see the physical side of them and and not esteem the spiritual side. I'm going to pick this up to read the questions. Okay, yep. You cannot esteem, and Joni had a question I want yes, to get sir. back to. Uh, you cannot esteem the spiritual side, and then what you'll get, whatever you esteem is what you will receive, yeah. Yeah. is what you'll get. So if you esteem the physical man, then you might have somebody that can play games with you. But if you esteem the spiritual man, then you'll esteem that, yeah. and you'll get that. And um, it's and very important. And I'd rather important. that than yeah. a buddy. Like one of the greatest. I, mean, uh, I, yeah. I value you. Yeah. <laughs> one of the greatest. And so what I, you know, a lot of ministers will hold people off at mm-hmm. a distance uh, just to keep them from becoming familiar. Uh, but you're kind of force, in my opinion, you're kind of forcing that humility. Uh, but love is a choice. So I think it's better if we actually teach 
to put on humility uh, instead of force it because it, it opens it. Love empowers that. So one of the things that's important as well is, like I saw uh, Richard Moore and uh, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, they, Richard Moore actually connected with Dr. Rodney th over 30 years ago. He's traveled around the world with them legitimately. Yeah. He's, and he and I were talking about this, and he said, um, he said, he and I can go play golf. We can laugh together. We can joke together. He said, but now after 30 years, I've also learned when that switch goes from my friend yep. to my pastor. And he says, when I see that switch go and, it, and, and I sense the anointing change, he said, I don't draw on him as a friend anymore. Right. And I don't talk to him like a friend. I receive him as a pastor. And he said, I've learned how to keep those two separate. And that's a mature stance. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a mature, very, I would say very few people understand that that's a thing, mm -hmm. much less actually know how to operate it. But that's what I want to teach people how to do is how to uh, be a friend, but still receive. And one of the greatest points of that is this, is that many, watch this, and this, this is huge, you've heard this before. The subordinate person does not establish the friendship. Yep. It's the person in leadership that calls you friend because Jesus said this, I don't just call you uh, servants anymore. I call you friend. Yeah. In other words, that showed us the direction of who calls who a friend. Mm -hmm. Your leader should call you a friend, not, uh, not the uh, subordinate person to the leader. Yeah. Right? No, the, that subordinate person doesn't have the right to call them to, to uh, denote the friendship. The leader does that down, yeah. right? And when we see that, we understand that we can put uh, that familiarity in its place. In other words, you should not call me a friend, although we are friends in that way. I should, you know, I, Nicole, we should call you a friend in that way. And if we do, that's a great honor yes. because a leader understands that not everybody that you're leading is a friend mm -hmm. and not everybody has reached the maturity level where they can operate as friends uh, because they won't honor and esteem that relationship. Yeah. So there's a nugget. Yeah. And there have been times where I've like I've challenged myself because yeah. I've noticed you and Pastor Nicole needed like early, earlier on um, where you would pull away for my benefit because I was starting to get more familiar. Like when yeah. George and I first got yeah. married, you needed to pull back a little bit. So I would honor and esteem you properly. So yeah. not for your benefit, truly none of this. I mean, obviously there's, pa there's benefits for you, but I know your heart. Yeah. This is not for boomerang to watch. And then yeah. all of a sudden, okay, guys honor me now. That's not your yeah. heart. The heart behind it is because if you honor those who are in leadership above you, it's going to go well with you. You will be blessed. You, yes. you receive the honor. You receive the gifting. Yes. This is not so that pastors can be glorified and your leaders can be glorified. It's because there's a blessing for yes. you to receive that comes from honoring. You know, pastor appreciation will be coming up in October. That's a month away. You, I know, I've heard you say it. You could give a rip about if anything is done for you except for the fact that the body yes. is going to be blessed. And if they yes 
yeah. honor you. There is a blessing to be had for them. Yeah, it it's telling when when people honor their leader, yeah. they're going to be blessed. And if they're not honoring, it won't. And so it's a marker of spiritual spirituality yeah. flowing the way that it should. Yes. And that is 10 times more you know, important, 100 yes. times more important, because I want the people blessed. Yes. Uh, but if they're not, if they... If they're walking in familiarity enough to not even consider those things, and forget about pastor appreciation, but yeah. how about just you know showing up on time and serving and learning and hungry for the Amen. word? Um, that right there is they're going to be blessed. So I know money is a very uh, basic way to. Yeah, it, money is a great teacher. It finance is a great teacher. I used to stay away from it some. Uh, but I was wrong to do that. But I love using finance to teach because you can learn faith through it. You can learn hope through money. You can learn uh, love through money. You yeah. can learn all these things. It is a great teacher of kingdom things uh, because it's easy to show those analogies yeah. in that way. Kevin said his mom just shared with him that she's now learning how to approach her pastor at home. That Amen. is awesome. awesome. Amen. So let's go to another question, but before we do, did you have anything else to add to that? Nope. Do you have anything else? No, sir. Okay. We covered the what was the question that Joni asked? Joni asked, let me pull it up. I have it. She said, I was wondering, on Sunday you had preached on presumption, and I was wondering how you balance presumption and speaking things that are not as though they are. Uh, like, because um, Serena had a similar question when yeah. you were talking with her about it, too, and I know she was talking with Joni about it. You know, like, it's like, you know, you want to have a vision board, have a high vision, you know, like like a, a house or things like this, you know, that you yeah. put on your vision board. Yeah. But if it's not specifically at the word of the Lord, is that right? You know, I guess that that's kind of, mm -hmm. what, what's the balance between? I want to call these things that are not yeah. what they are. And then these are things that you want. Well, the issue is, is it a desire of your heart that God put there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the the question, like on the vision board, and not stepping. Yes, I want to achieve things. I want to, but have I sought the Lord on what I'm asking Him for? You know, is is it actually coming from Him, or am I making something up based off of my environment? So a safe way uh, and a good way to not be in presumption with those things is asking the Lord for those things, showing, asking Him to show you what to be believing for. Uh, so let's say that you're believing God you know, for a car. Well, you know that God, you can tell by provision in the full counsel of the Word, He wants you to have the tools uh, to be fruitful mm -hmm. and to be blessed. Yeah. Uh, so He wants you to have a car. But I don't even want to put faith out, you know, if He wants me to have... Um, you know, let's see, let's say a, a, a Lexus versus a, a Buick or something, um, or a Lexus versus, let's, let's go equal scales, a Lexus versus Infinity or Mercedes. Um, I don't want to put faith yeah. on a Lexus when he actually wants me to put faith on a Mercedes. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't think he wants me to put faith on Infinity because they don't make them for tall people. So, um, <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> it's true. Mm -hmm. um, I've tried it again recently. It didn't work. Um, affinities, they need to just let the chair go back a little bit more. Affinity, if you're watching, please come on. And um, <laughs> so, but there, uh, you know, I don't want to put faith on something that he hasn't said. So I'll seek him mm -hmm. and, and put those things out there. And what you're doing, here's the thing. Am I, am I operating in a lower faith yeah. 
to ask him for his input and not put something I want on the board. Yeah. No, I'm, if I'm asking him what to put on the vision board, then that's, that's the faith that I need. Now, once he's spoken something into my heart, mm -hmm. then, then I put that on the board and I'm going to see it come to pass because faith comes at the Word of God. Yeah. So if I'm just throwing something out. Now, he's told us desires of our heart, but see, that's part of the issue is we've missed, we misinterpreted. Our heart is, is, when we're born again, our heart, that's again not understanding the three parts of man. Mm -hmm. We're made in the image and likeness of God. We're renewed into a completely new creation. What was our heart before we were born again is different from our heart now. Our heart now is completely lined up with God. Mm -hmm. So if it's not in God, that's not a desire of a Christian's heart. Mm -hmm. So in presumption, we don't want to put things, you will want to stretch for the things that God said. But I think part of the issue of the disconnect there is we don't really know we don't really know just how, how much intimate fellowship, what a quality mm -hmm. fellowship we can have with God yeah. to know that He will tell us all of those things. Yeah. And we don't rely on that. And so because of that, we're afraid that if we, if we ask God, we might not hear it because we really don't have faith in the fellowship mm -hmm. more than we don't have faith, you know, to put something up on that board. Yeah. You know, we don't, we, but if we have faith in the fellowship, I know that he'll tell me what I need to put up on the board. I know that he'll show me, you know, what to put up there and believe God for. Uh, and then once he shows me what that is, uh, and he writes that on my heart, then I'll put it up there and it'll come to pass. So. Well, and that's part of what we were talking about just a little bit ago, going to your leaders, because your leaders can help you differentiate between your voice and the yes. voice of the Lord. Yes. Like, as you're talking, I'm thinking of on my, like, when you're, when you're younger, I feel like at every youth camp, they tell you to make lists of, like, your dream, whatever. And yeah. I remember, like, writing up a list at youth camp once of, this is the qualities I want in a husband. Yeah. And literally on my top ten was, not in the army. Like that had been on my list Whoops. and I married a 20 year super military man, like, because I had a bias with that. Yeah. But yeah. when you're able to go to your pastor yeah. and say, here's what I think it is. He, your pastor likely knows the difference yeah. between your voice and the Holy Spirit's voice. And he can navigate those things. Well, the proper conclusion to what do you have dreams about? I think that's a great thing sure. to draw out what's in your core. Sure. And that's a good thing to examine, but a proper conclusion to that is you take that list to a spiritual yeah. leader and say, what do you think about it? And then if they know what they're doing, they can ask questions, say, well, what's this, what's this about? What's this yeah. about? And they might not answer everything today, but just ask the question. Then as you pray in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit will refine that yeah. and get clear on it, focus in on those things yeah. and show us. So like, you know, for example, you know, on the on the fridge at, at home, uh, there's there's several different vehicles that I'd put up there, and um, I had, but I spent two years before I put those vehicles up there. You know, I I just wasn't going to put something up there. I wanted to be specific, and I wanted to hear from the Lord. And sometimes the Lord will say, "What do you want?" Right. And and when He says that, that's He's opening it up to you. What do you want? I've had Him say that a couple of times. 
And, uh, and when he asks you, what do you want? Ask big. He's big. Ask big. Yeah. So I learned that lesson really quickly. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Ask big because he's big. Mm -hmm. Basically, I mean, think about as big as you can think and then go with that. What, yeah. what your conscience will agree to. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And that's a great question though, on presumption. But the truth, the truth is many times, here's the issue. What's on their vision board isn't big enough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's on people's vision board isn't big enough because they've not yielded it to God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, a, a kid generally is going to be pretty good, except they'll think $100 is a lot. But mm -hmm. You know, they don't understand the relation to other things in that. But um, adults think realistically. Adults, yeah, like like a kid would put a plane on his, mm -hmm. but uh, most adults would not put a plane. Yeah, mm -hmm. but a kid would say, you know, a hundred dollars. I don't want to make a hundred dollars a year because that to them is a whole, 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 whole lot. Yeah. But uh, an adult won't put a whole, 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 whole lot on that. So that's where we need to go back to the Lord and ask that. That's a great question. Yeah. So, amen. What was... Um, so I think this last one from, I think it's Helen that's watching right now. Basically, the initial question that they sent in, there's parts to it, is what do you do if you go to your spiritual leader yep. um, and they run out and confide in them and then they then go out and preach about what you shared in church. So basically you're talking privately and then they go and seemingly talk about it publicly. But then this last one that they put in, um, I think it's a personal experience. Uh, she's saying that last month she and her husband had gotten a plot of land to buy. They went to their spiritual father um, to tell, to ask, to agree in prayer. And their pastor went ahead and bought that land instead. Um, so it, some personal things happening how to navigate that. I think this is going back to the initial conversation, honoring, esteeming, but also practically what do you do in a situation like that? Well, one of the things that you, one of the things that you want to take a look at is um, there are, there are good pastors and there are bad pastors or past, you know, people that are not supposed to be pastors. Mm -hmm. And if you have a question on that, you need to solve that yeah. because uh, we'll say this, um, there's, I can see uh, that scenario being a good pastor uh, that's actually doing something correctly. I can also see that scenario as being a bad pastor. I can, there's, I can see different variables being involved in both of those. Mm -hmm. uh, so for example, like in a service where you take, you know, talk to them and tell them about something, and then it seems to come up in the message. Um, I've had that happen to me actually quite a lot, but it's not because I was thinking about that person. It was the Holy Ghost that was putting his finger on the issue, and that's a, that's a good pastor. Uh, at the same time, I have done it wrong before and where I had somebody on my mind, I wanted to correct them as didn't happen often. I learned my lesson quickly, but, uh, and then, and, but I have seen a lot of pastors do this yeah. that wrongly. And then they start preaching to that person right there in the pew. And that's not good. And that's not right. Um, the land thing, there can be so many variables involved with that. You know, I can't really speak to that being necessarily good or bad, but here's what I can speak to. 
you need to resolve that issue yeah. because if uh, you have anything that's holding you back from receiving from them, you need to figure that out. Is it because uh, there's something you don't know that you need to know mm -hmm. uh, that you need to work on? Or is it that person is not supposed to be a pastor and you are supposed to be planted somewhere else? Mm -hmm. um, it can be one or the other. But what I would really suggest you do is two things. Number one, pray a whole lot in the Holy Ghost about it. Mm -hmm. Pray in the Holy Spirit about that a lot because you pray out the mysteries of God and ask Him for His help. Uh, but number two... I would go to that pastor and I would say, hey, I want to ask you some questions. Go in all humility, yeah. uh, go in all honor, go in all esteem. And that way, even if they're wrong and yeah. even if they respond wrong, you can go before the Lord in your prayer time, in your fellowship with him and say, I have a clear conscience. I did. I honored him though I, the way that I should have. I didn't accuse. I didn't wrongly. And uh, but whatever that see, either way, either God's trying to get you to another place, or the devil's trying to drive a wedge. And either way, you need to figure out what that is and remove the wedge if it's the devil, or move to another place if it's God. And you just have to hear. But relax, because God has a solution on it. Don't be upset about it. Just relax. Relax. Let it uh, be very easy. It should be easy and light, and you should be at peace yeah. if you're flowing in God. Don't be don't be upset. And you know, uh, the thing is, it, let's say let's take a situation like this where you know, let's say that somebody stole you know a deal out from somebody else. God sees that. Yeah. God, and if you will respond. In honor and grace, He will repay you. Amen. He will restore. So don't worry about something somebody stole from Amen. you. That's no big deal, you know. No big deal whatsoever because God can repay what they stole. Yeah. And uh, and the truth is, we'll you know if it is actually stolen in some way, uh, we'll you know we'll stand in agreement, and the devil will have to repay. Yeah, seven and, times. Uh, seven times, mm -hmm. yeah. And so you're, you'll be better than you were before. So yeah. that either way, you can relax yeah. and uh, just lean on the love of God yeah. and the provision of God. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Um, there was, yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. So then um, Kevin had this question. Uh, we had a conversation about how it's important to recall the exact words when God speaks to you. Um, well, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And then the Bible also says that we will be held accountable for every idle word. Mm -hmm. uh, that means a word that is unproductive. Yeah. The only words that are productive are the ones that we speak at the leading of God. And uh, amen. Helen says, I'm happy now to glory to God. And glory That's to God. Awesome. That's awesome. Hallelujah. Well, and uh, so... Um, and he said, thank you. You're very welcome. So one of the things that is we're responsible for idle words. The only words uh, that are not idle are ones that are led by the Holy Ghost and led by the Spirit. But God does not mince words. He doesn't just throw out whatever works. Yeah. Yeah. He's very specific. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so he may give you words and then give you understanding along with it. But don't tell me your understanding like it's his word. Yes. You want very specific, this is what he said, and give those words 
uh, and you want to be specific. Uh, but what it's found is, and this is why it's so very important, especially uh, for the people of God and ministers, that we do not exaggerate mm -hmm. and we do not add words or take away words because God said what He said and it's important what He said. Yeah. And in that, in His words are the power. Yeah. And so one of the things that we will do uh, is we'll tell something and we'll add to it. You want to make sure that you speak it the exact yeah. way that God said it. And so I will try to be diligent to uh, speak that the same way. And that's why a lot of times I will try to pull it up because I don't want to miss a word. Mm -hmm. It's fine when we're talking to people to tell about what this verse means, things like that. Uh, but it's good for us also to go back and just read exactly what the verse says yeah. or say exactly what he said to you. Like a couple of weeks ago, he spoke something to me. I try immediately to go and write that down so I won't forget it yeah. and I won't lose it. And so that I can refer back to it and see it again. And so it's what happens is, um, well, I, there's something that our brain does. I'll tell in just a second, but you got some. Well, I was just thinking the garden. Yeah. Know? Yes. In the garden, you know, you saw that. Eve didn't have the exact words, mm -hmm. you know, so yes. she wasn't able to effectively, you know, communicate with the serpent. You know, God said, um, God said something mm -hmm. one way, and then she said, "Well, we cannot, we we can't eat, um, or eat it, or touch it, or touch it." Yeah, God so, didn't say touch. Thank it. you, because yeah. I couldn't remember what the deal. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but I mean, you see people do that today, yeah. even like because it says faith comes by hearing and hearing the rhema word of God. Yes. So it's rhema, not necessarily the logos, the written word. But you see people do that with the written word too, yeah. you know. Oh, For those who know the logos, the yeah. written word yeah. can turn into rhema as yeah. we meditate on it. And yeah. then that's when faith works. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like that, you hear people say, well, you know, money is the root of all evil. What, what did they do? They didn't have the exact word. And yeah. They manipulated it. There's like, you, yes. you can find it all over scripture where people. The love of money know, is yeah. the root of all evil. Yeah. yeah. So like you find it like when people don't have the exact wording, um, it, it can, it can get mixed up or, th or, you know, you start, it's kind of like the telephone game, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Um, you yeah. know, where you start with a specific message and then over time, if you don't have it written down or you can't go back yeah. to it, over time, it just starts to bend, you know, based on different things, different biases, yes. you know, you know, and, and eventually the, the end result can be something completely different than what was yeah. originally spoken. Well, yeah. the word tells us that God's word is a firm foundation. Yeah. Like it's a yes. firm foundation, his word. But when we add our word to it, we're diluting that word. Yeah. And so instead of being a firm foundation, it's a or foundation. taking the power away yeah. and, and, and breaking up the foundation. And creating weakness within yeah. it. And we won't be able to stand yeah. all the shaking that's happening. And saying it was all God. Yeah. And it wasn't all no. God. So then when the shakiness happened, people are like, well, what's up with that? And they yeah. think God did it because right. we told them God did it. Yeah. So. The end. Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the things that, one of the things that uh, science has found is that when you remember something like, so for example, if you had an event in your childhood or even from this morning, um, when you remember something and recall it, you actually do not recall the original event, right. 
uh, you recall the last time that you remembered it. Yep. Uh, so if you can imagine this event happened and then I recall it, you know, two days later, and then I recall that two days later. Well, when I recall that, I'm not remembering the original. I'm remembering the last time I thought about that and remembered it. So even in our head, when we're thinking about things, we want to remember it correctly and not uh, play around with that or add to it mm -hmm. in that way. And we want to be precise. Mm -hmm. uh, so call, be, why? Because it's the word that brings about our life and the fullness of life. Man yeah. shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And so as we recall the word of God, we will have fullness of life. Mm -hmm. And how your word and how you, how you perceive the Word of God mm -hmm. and your words. Uh, if, in other words, if you know that you always exaggerate stuff, if I, or no, I won't point to you. If I know that I always exaggerate stuff, then I'm going to think that God honors His Word the same way that I do. Yeah. And that's going to, it's a subconscious thing that just works. And so if I'm, if I'm always bending the truth, then I'm going to read that by his stripes I was healed and think that God bends the yeah. truth. And now my faith and my productivity goes down. Yeah. But here's the other thing is that when I, um, when I recall those things, and I'm remembering, if you go down the road 15 years, I have a situation where uh, my dad had a situation with a person where the, what happened was this direction, this direction, and they ran into the person 10 years later, and the person uh, said it was this direction. The person had rewritten that story in their mind mm -hmm. till it turned 180 degrees from what actually happened, mm -hmm. uh, because every time they remembered it, they added to it. And uh, then we become actually deceived. Yeah. Our power and faith in the word is forgotten. And so now watch this. This Remember what he told Joshua? He said, meditate on my word day and night. And then he said, don't let my word depart from your ears. Don't let my word depart from your sight. What is he telling us to do? Daily put in a fresh remembrance mm -hmm. of the promises and the character of yeah. God and why we won't be ever be deceived. If we'll put that in daily, if we'll put it in our sight and keep it in our ears and keep it in our heart and our mind, and it's fresh, it keeps us from getting off of who God is at all. And uh, God knew what he was doing. He had science yeah. figured out, you know, when he created the universe. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you know, I think one of the things you gestured, like when you were talking about exaggerating, this has been something that I've purposed myself to work on because yeah. I have been a natural storyteller. And so not like lying, yeah. but like I've enjoyed communicating. And so I... <laughs> not a natural lie teller. Yeah, you know, that's not, not something I want to <laughs> confess. But I, you know, part of storytelling is you want to make people feel certain ways. And so in storytelling, you'll tell things differently, like to evoke emotions. And yeah. what, what I, what you've told me is the Lord can't trust you or won't trust you with words of his if you're not faithful with words of his. Yes. And, yes. and so you, years and years and years ago, you told me about the importance of yes. ensuring my word is my word. Yes. And it's been something I didn't even realize I was doing it half the time. And yeah. so in putting concentration in as the Lord is revealing things, what I realized I would do, um, 
is I would interpret how it made me feel and Ooh, I would so, then communicate so what I felt. Yeah. So let's say I saw in a vision, I saw, you know, 10 people. Well, if I saw 10 people, I better say 10 people. It's yes. not, there's a lot of people. No, there's 10 people walking up a mountain or if i see you know one man and he's lifting up i can't go in he was like the hulk and no i saw a man and he's holding something up if i heard a word i heard this word and it's not my job to create a reaction in someone if i'm you know one of the things that i love is julie buck told me a month or two ago, like you'll share about the, it's time for an awakening and how the Lord gave you a, a word. And there'll be times where you'll have me come up and communicate what I saw. Yeah. And she's like, you say it the same way every single time. Praise like, God. That's exactly yep. what I said, because the way God said it is the way it will be the most powerful. That's right. How, That's what right. on earth and am I bringing to the equation? Yeah. Why do I need to add myself to God? Like yeah. God's word is enough. Yes. You don't need to manipulate it. And another thing that struck me, because like I first started kind of, I discovered you guys like around the time that that started happening, you know? Yeah. And you shared it a lot, you yeah. know? And um, one of the things that struck me was every single time you would share it, you would share it like you were sharing it for the first time. Yes. You know, it didn't diminish at, oh, okay, this is, you know, yeah. I've shared this so many times, you know, you know, the, the light and the match, you know, but no, you, you were like, and there was a, you know, yeah. and instantly the whole world was, you know, like you shared it like it was the first time. So you didn't, like, I could see that your honor of that word didn't That's diminish so over time, but That's you so honored good. the word just yeah. as much the 50th time sharing it that you did the first time Praise yeah. God. And, and that's one of those things that that, that struck me because because like part part of my flesh was uh, was like okay you know we've we've heard this but like but just he, seeing how you were yes. sharing it like it was the first time Amen. like it, it actually sparked something in me where I was like this is exciting I shouldn't just like <laughs> yeah. take this word and just be like okay I've heard this you know yeah. but like man this is like I need to be as excited about a word God gave me yeah. You know, that's right. It's just yeah. as valid that you is know, right. later than it is, you know, when yeah. he first gives it to you. So we yeah. shouldn't just get excited and be like, all right, what's the next word? No, like, yeah, yeah. just. Well, you know, when you yeah. speak the word of God uh, and when you speak what actually happens, you position yourself in a place of uh, discipline mm-hmm. and diligence and a place of character, yeah. godly character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in godly character is godly humility, and that's where the power is as well. And so, you know, we had a situation several years ago where we were believing God to supernaturally erase debt. Mm-hmm. Now, if I have the number written <laughs> down so I could refer back to it, I haven't looked at it today or in a while, but. If I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, and see, I'll say that. Yeah. You know, I'm saying that what I'm about to say, I've not referenced recently. You're giving opportunity. I'm given yeah. opportunity that this might not be right, right, and I want you to know that. Right. So even those words are important. You'll hear me say that. Or, or even if God says something, and I'll say, I believe he's told me to do this. Yeah. Now, the only time I'll say God said is if I am so, I'm 100% sure that God said it in that way. And there is zero question in my brain. Uh, Now, but one of the things that I think, if I remember this correctly, that year in a a church of about 30 to 40 adults Mm -hmm. and our partners, 
we had over $961,000. I think the number was $961,000 of debt that was supernaturally erased in 12 month period of time. And I think it was 153,000 that incomes rose. So that wasn't just one year's doing, that was incomes that would stay up from Mm -hmm. that point on. So it was powerful. All right, now, I could have said a million dollars of debt was erased, but it wasn't a million dollars. I could say almost a million dollars, but that still people could interpret that wrong. In order to say that clear, if you've ever heard me say it, I'll generally say over a, over 950,000. So I didn't even go nine, a lot of times, I, would, I think I said it a few times, over 960,000. So I'm given an accurate yeah. amount of it. And this is the money that we're aware of. And then when you heard me say the income, I'd say over 150,000, yeah. the incomes went up. And what am I doing? I'm being exact. I'm being direct because I'm not stretching anything. Because here's the other thing. I don't want people to think that I stretch stuff. Because when I talk about how great God is and how big God is, I want them to know I'm not stretching it. This is how big He is. And if they can learn to trust that I'm not going to exaggerate or stretch, then when I really talk about just how big God is, they know that's how big He is. Well, I remember... Again, you've helped me with this a lot, and I'm still growing in it. I remember when I came, I, I have an ability to exhort. Like, it's a gifting that the Lord's given yeah. me to help. And so <laughs> it would just come out, but it would come out very exaggeratedly. Yeah. Like, you're just the best with this I've ever seen. And that may or may not be true, but it was the Lord... Yeah. wanting to lift them up and me just stewarding it wrongly. Yeah. Like me, That's a great way to say that. Yeah. Me co- over complimenting me. And, and so you told me, you're like, why are you using three exclamation points right there? Why, like, why yeah. are you being, why are you doing that much? Or yeah. why is everything in caps? Or, you know, why are you using five adjectives when you could really <laughs> use one? And when you asked me that, it challenged me of, am I exaggerating this? Are they going to believe me? Like, because after a while, they'll just tune me out to, yeah. well, that's just Barrett. Yeah. And I don't want my words to be yeah. Barrett. Yeah. And so, you know, something Marky, I think Marky and I were talking the other day and I, I complimented her on something. I'm like, you're doing this very well. She's like, that really means a lot yeah. to me because I've tried to be more faithful with my words and ex- say what the Lord says. Let your yes be yes yeah. and your no be no. Yeah. And that's. And that, and the, you know, you, you did used to do that. And it was, uh, and it's something that you would have to be diligent or else it, you, it could come back and do that again. But you would say, you're the best ever. Like, but I thought you said that to the person (laughs) the other day too. Like, which one is the best ever? You know, and then you start to realize that I am diluting my words. And Mm -hmm. when God now has me actually say something, it won't have the effect yeah. it should in that way. And, I have, and you affect your witness. And I still so. have plenty of growth to do in this because this is, had been a habit for 26 plus sure. years. Yeah. But yeah. I'm, you can get better and better with stuff as you go. <laughs> Amen. 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 Well, we have gone long. <laughs> we did so well to wrap up at one. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> But we answered your questions, hopefully, and uh, we praise God for you. If you would like to sow today into the gospel, you're welcome to. At Facebook, you can just type in the comments, hashtag donate, followed by the uh, amount. Good job, buddy. 
He's pointing to it. Yeah. Or you can go here. Well, I was pointing all the way over there. Hashtag donate. Right there. Right there. Hashtag donate to Facebook. <laughs> and if you don't want to go to Facebook, you can go <laughs> to givebc.org. Amen. And you can sow into the kingdom. And Father, we just praise God for everybody who's already given. And we just thank you for it. Lord, we receive those to advance your gospel, to help people, to get the good news in them, to see signs and wonders, and to lead people to the door. Yeah. That is Jesus Christ. We praise you for it. Let it be blessed, pressed down, shaken together. And Lord, as they humble themselves to what you tell them to do in their giving and in their life, Lord, just we ask that you would bless them and multiply what your word says that you will do. Give them grace and greater grace, not only in their finances, but in everything. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, you guys on your second lunch break, thanks for hanging out with us. <laughs> we just thank you so much for being here with us today. You bless us. Thank you for being on. And go ahead and share the broadcast. Rewatch this one. Like this one has so many key things to watch yeah, and take away true. from it. Share it. It's, yeah. it's so good. We love you very much. Have a great, great weekend. Yeah. We will see you next week at Lunch Plus. And if you're in the area, come on uh, to the service on Sunday. It's going to be awesome. God has been pouring out. It's been so it's good. Great. I know. 10 a.m. Sunday morning Amen. here in Boomerang, mm -hmm. NC73. We're the only one in town. <laughs> <laughs> only only Boomerang Church or, or the country or the world. <laughs> it's just We're the us. only Boomerang Church. Yeah. <laughs> right now. Except maybe right in now. Australia. Yeah. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. So, Where's the only one? <laughs> Kevin said instead of lunch plus, is it? Could it be lunch multiply? Priscilla <laughs> <laughs> said lunch plus plus. <laughs> Double XL. Yeah. We love you. Have a great one. We'll see you next week. See you Monday. Bye bye.